Welcome to Ew, That's Creepy podcast. In this episode, Jackie will be telling Melissa about the haunted hallways at the University of Tennessee. The paranormal activity on campus ranges from soldiers to Native American creatures and even the spirit of one very good dog. Class is in session and we are getting creepy. Welcome back, everybody. We are here today with another episode of Ew, That's Creepy podcast, and I will be telling Melissa about another creepy college, another haunted university in America, and today I'm going to be talking about the University of Tennessee. Ooh, creepy campus in Tennessee. I think, I was saying to Jackie, I think this is our first Tennessee episode. Yeah, I don't know if we've done anything. I feel like we haven't done a whole lot in the South, so we should do more Southern stuff. Yeah, we'll have to do some good Southern true crime, because I swear when there's a true crime story in the South, it has five different twists and turns. Oh, it's all juicy. And there's and like a hitman. I know, and there's a good amount of shows about crime just in the South, like Southern Gothic or whatever. Yeah, there's a podcast too, I think, Southern Fried Crime. <laughs> I thought it was Southern Fried Homicide. Either way, I like the name. Same. Either way, it's catchy. But the University of Tennessee is actually ranked 30th for the most haunted college campus in America. Damn, that's a long list. I couldn't find that list. Like, I would be interested in finding it. So, but, yeah, I know. I was like, well, it seems like there's a lot of haunted colleges before that, but... I found good stuff about this, so I wanted to do it. And, yeah, we hadn't done anything in Tennessee, so. Let's get creepy. Just for a little bit of background, the University of Tennessee was founded in 1794, two years before Tennessee became the 16th state. So it is a very old campus, and, of course, it's going to have a lot of history It has 10 undergraduate colleges and 11 graduate colleges, so it's a big state school, as a lot of state universities tend to be. So let's just get right into all the paranormal stuff, starting off with Strong Hall, which is probably one of the most haunted places on campus. Until 2008, Strong Hall was mostly a woman's residence and it was named after a woman named Sophrenia Strong. She was born in Shelbyville, Tennessee in 1817 and when she was 16 she married a Knoxville physician named Joseph Strong. The couple had you know their little life together and lived in a brick home on Cumberland Avenue and Sophie actually had 12 children Whoa. Yeah, a lot of kids. And she died in 1867. One of her sons was named Benjamin Rush Strong, and he left a good amount of money to the university before he passed. And he wanted the university to build a residence hall in his mother's honor and said that he wanted the hall to be only, like, 
for women. That's cute. Yeah. And he also wanted there to be a wildflower garden planted in the courtyard, which is, like, super cute. Oh, what a sweet son doing know, all of right? that for his mom and in his mom's honor. I know. Pretty nice. That is known to be haunted. <laughs> I know. Well, it's, like, not horribly. The haunting isn't demonic, you know? Okay. But the construction of Strong Hall did finish in 1925, so... Like many places on campus, it is older. And it kind of has just had a paranormal history for a pretty long time. It's been like decades that people have basically said that Strong Hall is haunted by the ghost of Sophie. But they say it's more of a motherly or like playful presence. She's a lady in both life and death. Yeah, people say her spirit, it does come and go throughout the hall. It's been known to lock students out of their room or the bathroom or scare them with hovering lights in the hallway, which to me, I'm like, that doesn't really sound playful, but (laughs) no. Okay. (laughs) Imagine you had a horrible night or a fun night and you come back Friday at like 2.30 and you had to run to the bathroom because you're sick and you just feel a ghost present hold your hair up. Oh, okay. That That would be be nice. nice. Hold your hair and blow on the back of your neck while you're (laughs) profusely sweating. (laughs) That much would be nice. I hope that's what her ghost (laughs) tends to do that's the college ghost that i imagine (laughs) they do say that sophie's spirit does not have a tolerance for arguments or disagreements oh and two former stronghold residents shared their encounters with a knoxville historian and they said that they were having a discussion which kind of turned into a debate and like you know things escalated they kind of started yelling at each other And one of the girls just, like, fell silent and looked ahead and was, like, all scared. And allegedly, the ghost of Sophie was standing behind them, glaring at the two girls in, like, unhappiness. (laughs) In judgment. Yep, judging their argument. Glares and ghostly judgment. Exactly. There is one room in Strong Hall that's apparently so filled with paranormal activity that it's just been called Sophie's Room. And it's been said that students who lived in the room don't last very long before they request to move. And usually it's like a semester before a student requests to move their room. Damn. Why are they still putting people in there? Like, I put don't the, know. Put the microwave in there. I'm not sure if they still are. I think that's just, like, what the rumors are, but they could be. I don't know. If we have any uh, college students, college listeners who go there, let us know. Please. There have been paranormal investigations on campus and in Strong Hall, and there haven't been any pictures or EVPs that have been captured, but paranormal investigators did experience like the battery drain really quickly and also noted that a picture of Sophie that was on the wall was 20 degrees hotter than the rest of the room. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's pretty creepy. And they do say that Sophie's ghost can be seen in the mirror sometimes, but usually around her birthday, which is February 17th. Wow, that's strange. Mm -hmm. So that is strong haul. I'd say probably one of the more notable haunted sites on campus. 
Yeah, damn, Sophie's like an RA there. <laughs> Basically. There are also a good amount of buildings on UT's campus that are constructed on former graves of Civil War soldiers. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. One of those buildings, they say, is Perkins Hall, which is constructed near the former site of Blount Hall. I think it's Blount. It might be Blunt. It's B-L-O-U-N-T. But when that hall was being constructed... The graves of a couple Union soldiers were actually found on campus, and their bodies were relocated to the National Cemetery. But they say that, like, the spirits of those soldiers can still be found residing and walking around Perkins Hall. They say that you can see the spirits sometimes near their former grave sites. And that when Blount Hall was still there, they said that some of the soldiers would actually roam around the building. And some people even said that they saw soldiers. What It looked like they were comparing maps to each other at night. What? Okay, I'm sorry, but that would be so cool. That would be pretty cool, to be honest. I'm sure... I wonder if in the moment, if you would think, oh, that's very cool, or if you would be horrified. Yeah, and I think a lot of the times when paranormal stuff happens, your mind probably tries to explain it away for the moment, so you could just be thinking, oh, reenactors or something, but that would be kind of cool, to be honest. That's like, reminds me of Gettysburg a lot. Yeah, very Gettysburg. Our next haunted site on UT's campus is what is known as The Hill. Ominous. It, yeah, Kind of like Strong Hall, it has a lot of rumors about paranormal sightings and paranormal history. But this one has rumors of like a large animal creature. Some people say it's like a wolf, others say it's like a, a cat like creature. What? That stands on its hind legs. But this one seems pretty creepy. Is it an actual hill? Just a hill outside? I think so, yeah. And this creature resides there? Yeah, it walks around the hill. There are reports of it being a wolf-like spirit that has coal black eyes and really sharp fangs. People who are familiar with the story of it being a wolf refer to it as a bargast. I don't know what that is, but apparently it's a northern English creature from folklore that was described as a spectral hound with huge claws and teeth a hellhound basically and they say a sighting of it is said to be an omen of death seems like it oh my god the feline type animal that people have also seen is also creepy and it's referred to as the wampus cat of Cherokee legend. <laughs> Wait, I think I've actually heard of this. Yeah, I've, I think I've heard of this one too. So the wampus cat is said to have piercing glowing eyes and it is also considered to be an omen of death. Wampus. Wampus is going to womp you right to death, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> I feel like it's like the wampus cat is the other one's pet. I feel like somehow they hang out or something. Unleash hell together. Exactly. Like one's a cat and one's a dog. Kind of like us. (laughs) (laughs) And they unleash hell. (laughs) Um, There's also said to be an actual 
human entity seen walking the sidewalks and the stairs around the hill. This one isn't as frightening, but they say if you're walking around at night, you might encounter what looks to be a gentleman dressed in older clothes. He has a a bowler hat on and he tends to walk with his head bent and his hands behind his back. Some people say that he doesn't acknowledge people or he it doesn't look like he's really from this time. But other people have said that he's tipped their hat to them. And when he does take off his hat, it reveals a gaping hole in his head. Oh, like from a bullet. Oh, he seems nice, though. This is a lot of paranormal energy to all be on this one hill. Yeah, like two paranormal animals and this one guy. Like that's a lot going on. But they do believe that the ghost is um, of a student from the 1930s who had committed suicide after his girlfriend left him for somebody else, which is pretty sad. That's tragic. That's really sad. Yeah. But that might be a rumor. I'm not sure if there's, like, concrete evidence of that, but either way, it's pretty sad. Like the student at uh, Penn State who froze to death. There was never a single record about that, but everyone just says that it happened. Basically. There are also buildings that are said to have been built upon Native American burial grounds. Which is never good. So now we're building on Confederate soldiers. We're building on a Native American burial ground. Yep. But it definitely could have happened because, I mean, this is like Civil War times. This the whole campus was built so long ago, so... And it's crazy that there's a Native American burial ground along with these rumored Native American creatures. That, the two of those together, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, it would make sense. Some of the places that people believe are built on Native American burial grounds are the McClung Museum, Reese Hall, and the Agriculture Center. And they say that, especially in Reese Hall, ghosts are mostly actual people, like, you know, human entities, not animals or anything. But it says that a lot of the times people see shadow people, which, you know, are dark, shadowy creatures that don't necessarily look like humans, but have human form. That's terrifying. The worst type of apparitions. Yeah, I'd rather see a full body confederate soldier or something than just a shadow figure agreed and hoskins library it's located in the fort sanders area of ut's campus it also has been the location of a good amount of paranormal sightings of different spirits they said that the librarian's former director had i think passed away in the library and then there's also a woman a woman by the name of evening primrose her name was evening so they say (laughs) so they say uh a lot of people have said to encountered her throughout the years and they say that books will be knocked off the shelf and the library's elevator will be like i think you know going to different floors that type of thing and then people will also smell the smell of food cooking in the library, which obviously wouldn't be happening. And so this is all kind of associated with evening primrose. 
They also don't know her exact identity, but historians and other people believe that she was a graduate student who lived in Hawkins while she was researching for her dissertation, but she ultimately passed away. I'm not really sure how, but that's the story of Hoskins Library. We both, again, have some haunting in a library. I feel like... If you're a ghost, though, that would be easy to haunt a library because, like, you could just push all the books off. Like the opening scene. And of... it's quiet, so it's just, I don't know. Like the opening scene of Ghostbusters? Yes. I freaking love that scene, to be honest. Iconic. It really is. She slimed me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's when the other thing slimes them, but I love that part. That is when they're in the library, though. When they go back to investigate the woman. Maybe all, maybe all of that jizz at Penn State is just ectoplasm. <laughs> it's from the ghosts. Couldn't be. They need to call the Ghostbusters. Next, we have Hess Hall. It was constructed in 1960. People say it's haunted by the ghost of a student who committed suicide in the building in the 1970s. They don't know who exactly the student is, but people say that you can hear shrieks in the halls. Ooh, that's tragic and scary. Yeah. On a lighter note, there's the Tyson Alumni House, which until 1954 was owned by U.S. Senator General Lawrence Tyson. And he and his wife Betty lived in the home with their two children and their beloved dog named Bonita. Bonita! Yep, Bonita was actually a gift to their daughter from the son of President Ulysses S. Grant. They said Bonita lived a great life with the famous Tyson family. (laughs) And when the dog passed away, the family was upset. Obviously, their beloved pet passed away. When Isabella Tyson Gilpin donated the house to St. John's Episcopal Church in 1935, um, the university bought the house later on, and it came with a stipulation from the Tyson family. They said that whoever was going to use the building had to upkeep the resting place of their beloved dog, Bonita, and that the grave could never be disturbed. So oh. I do believe that the grave of the dog still lies on campus. Oh my god, that's so cute that they're like, know. we will always protect Bonita. Even in death. Oh my so god. So freaking cute. They're amazing pet owners. I know. But the stories say that Bonita still appears in the house sometimes, and that you can also hear howling at night. I'm like, oh, oh that's kind of cute. <laughs> that is cute. I wouldn't mind a little Bonita ghost. I know, me either. Next up on our haunted tour of UT... We're going to the Alumni Memorial Building. People believe that... I think there was like a building here that was rebuilt and stuff around 1979. And so when that was going on, like the ghosts appear, as they usually say, when you do construction or destroy a building, this can raise the ghosts or their spirits. So, they believe that there is a spirit named Fanny. (laughs) Uh, They originally believe that Fanny's ghost was 
tended to be in the auditorium of the old science hall. And she, they believe it was the ghost of a woman who had aspirations to be an actress in Hollywood. But before she moved to California, she sadly contracted tuberculosis and died. So they believe that her spirit appears and does some theatrical rehearsals in alumni memorial now. Oh, that's so sad. Like, does she not know that she passed? Girl, I don't know. I don't want to think about that. It'll make me sad. So, can someone cross Fanny over? Can someone send her? To I heaven? don't know, but there aren't like super specific accounts or descriptions of the paranormal activity revolving her. That's just like another one that was kind of rumors. There's also the general counsel- counseling center, which one author said that this place was located in an old house and that the house that it was located in was once owned by the previous dean of education, Dr. John Thaxton, and he donated the home to the university upon his death. And this author states that the ghost of the doctor has been encountered in the home and doors have opened and closed by themselves. However, I don't think this house that, like, people talk about is actually located on campus anymore. So, I don't know what's going on with that one, but I figured I'd talk about it. I like the ghost no matter what. People say that the Fort Sanders area of campus is just kind of generally creepy and haunted. I think a lot of places on campus, they say that you can hear at night what sounds like soldiers fighting or marching. What sounds like, you know, soldiers marching up and down the streets and through the buildings and stuff like that. Right. I did look on Reddit and I saw... Just a couple people mentioning a sentence here or two about stuff that happened to them at UT. Somebody said that they lived in Reese Hall their freshman year and around 3 a.m. every night the AC would switch on and off and that their roommate also witnessed a package of coffee grounds fly across the room. That would suck to clean up. Yeah. Don't they say that 3 3 a.m. is the time for when spirits and things like that are active? Yeah dead time (laughs) i remember that from paranormal state yep (laughs) then when i was a kid when i would wake up at like three and check my phone or something or just see the clock i would be like oh god oh same i would like piss my pants (laughs) (laughs) uh the a couple reddit pissed also said that hess hall was haunted uh one person said that sinks turned on by themselves and they would hear loud noises throughout the night The lights would turn on and off, toilets would flush by themselves, and sometimes they would hear people running, but there was, like, nobody in the hallway when they actually went out and looked. And then somebody commented and said that they worked in Hess, and it was definitely very haunted, but they believed that the ghosts and spirits were more, like, messing with people and didn't actually want to cause serious problems. Hmm. So those are the ghosts and the paranormal activity going on at the University of Tennessee. So nothing demonic overall, basically, just because it's so old and was built on grounds. It's crazy. 
it's always crazy to me when there has been a war or a lot of battles and stuff that those places always seem to have paranormal activity and that interests me because it makes you think is there just activity because of how many people passed or just crazy thinking about the trauma of war could continue on for years in a paranormal sense that is crazy Yeah, I feel like when you're in a war, the energy is already so strong and potent. Like, it's just so much energy from both sides that it kind of makes sense that, like, if you would die during that time, then you might stay there. But it makes sense to me. Yeah, and how tragic, how tragic to be in a war battling for your life and then unfortunately to pass and you're still kind of stuck in that moment, still stuck in that time. Jackie and I used to watch a lot of stuff about Gettysburg and when we were growing up, even as kids, we were really interested in ghosts and because we're not super far from Gettysburg, we used to love looking into that kind of thing. And at the same time, it's so sad because you think about these people in their last moments in battle and they kind of still never get a final moment if their spirits are still believing that they're here on earth it's so tragic yeah it is sad and at the same time how freaking scary if you lived in a haunted dorm room yeah that would be really really creepy but on the bright side i'm glad that both of us each had an animal in our story i know right and a library creepy but creepy Let's let um, Bonita and old Coley live on forever. (laughs) Yeah, may their spirits protect both the colleges, both the universities. And God have mercy on anyone who disturbs their resting place. Seriously. The bones of old Coley and the grave of Bonita must be protected at all costs. Protect them, everybody. (laughs) We will protect them. Our energies will protect them. (laughs) Right. We're sending them love and light right now. (laughs) Well, let us know, guys, if you have an experience, not just at the, well, definitely if you had an experience at uh, Tennessee or Penn State, let us know. But even if you guys have had any experience at a college that you thought was paranormal, anything like that, let us know. You guys, if you listened to our stories a couple episodes back, you know that Jackie and I both have had some paranormal experiences at college so we would love to hear anything similar or what you guys have had when you were at college yeah even if it's like a friend of a friend that's happened to them let us know we eat that shit up or if you had a creepy experience at college god forbid i hope that didn't happen with anyone you know (sighs) young women and men in college are often the prime for who experience creepiness and people who are foul so if you guys would ever be comfortable sharing that kind of story too let us know yeah we haven't done any listener stories yet but we really would like it so if you guys have stories always let us know on instagram at that's creepy podcast and we also still have stickers if you want two stickers for five dollars also hit us up and let us know Yep, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, and we are at Ew That's Creepy Podcast at Gmail. We certainly are. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the podcast, and we will see you guys next time for some more spooks and more crime. Ooh, we love it, and we love you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Want to creep on us? Follow us on social media at ew, that's creepy podcast, 
or send us an email at ew, that's creepypodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks, creepy cats.